Welcome. New Waves of Light presents Soul Awakening and the New Earth Podcast, where we discuss the nature of the soul and the evolutionary shift taking place inside human consciousness, the catalyst for the planetary shift that is birthing a new earth. I am your host, Sarah Catherine. Last week, we explored soul awakenings, what that might look like, and how an awakened soul affects others, and the occurrence of a global collective awakening. In today's podcast, we'll be focusing our discussion on our light bodies, vibrational frequency, and how our thoughts and emotions impact our physical reality with Alicia. Welcome. Thanks for being here. Mm, Thank you so much for having me. Alicia, what is the light body that we hear about, and how is this related to the soul? Well, the light body is another word, actually, for the uh, emanating frequencies of soul that actually incarnate um, into a vibrational frequency matrix. Mm -hmm. And uh, we uh, probably all heard of or seen uh, a matrix, uh, fractals are a matrix. Uh, the, uh, it's a design uh, like a blueprint that the soul emanates into the denser physical matters and then precipitates into when we're born, uh, when we're in the womb and developing, precipitates into the and dens- helps to densify and bring into form physical matter. Uh, and that physical matter substance is dense physical, which we experience as our physical body. And then the other quote unquote bodies or vehicles, which is our emotional body, our mental body, those things, those frequencies through which we perceive and interact with the world. So it is made of light. It's actually a form, an, a, a form of consciousness consciousness light are also synonyms for the soul okay so the soul is a unit a unit a frequency unit of consciousness and light can you see it i mean every time i think of a light body i think why can't i see this and why do people call it a light body well here's what happens the basic, the basic way to contact and work with and invoke the soul is meditation, some form of meditation, contemplation, where we actually still the lower vehicles, the lower bodies, the physical body, emotional body, mental body. And anyone who's tried meditation knows that it is a practice. <laughs> distilling, stilling the distractions of those parts of ourself so that the more subtle frequency of soul can come through. And what tends to happen is the more one meditates, um, align, and I often begin with just aligning the chakras and most people are familiar with those and you can certainly look them up aligning the chakras and you want to meditate then in your higher center certainly in your heart center and then in your higher centers in the head and after a while you'll begin to see a light the light in the head Uh the higher the higher frequency of the chakras will begin to show inside your head and then it's like your inner light 
that then can begin to see from from your inner seeing Mm. the light that is in your world, the light of a flower, the light of a tree, the light of another person. But it does take practice, Mm -hmm. and it is like creating your own searchlight, your own flashlight inside yourself. Yes. So would you say this is your third eye opening? I mean, is that when you see the light? It's part of that. Uh, You have to develop it enough so that the light from your own inner self begins to merge with the downpouring light of the soul. Mm -hmm. And that creates what we call the third eye is the coming of those two together. So it does take time. Mm -hmm. It takes practice. It takes commitment. Mm -hmm. But in, in the light, we shall see light. So we see, begin to see, and it's a practice. If you focus on um, the light of a person, you'll begin to see that as opposed to focusing on who you think they are, who you think they should be. Yes. And we've talked in previous podcasts about the qualities of the soul. So when you're focusing on and you see those qualities in another person, empathy, deep empathy, uh, unity, consciousness, intuition, deep intuition, unconditional love, these types of things, I think then you are seeing the light of another human being. Exactly. Some people may may experience it as a quality. Other people may, uh, who have different faculties, may actually begin to, in their inner eye, see the light and some people feel the frequencies so it's using our own skills for how we perceive um the light because mm. everything around us is equals mc squared right everything around us is a frequency of light mm-hmm. some denser light some you know more revealing light so we just tune ourselves to that uh light soul whatever we want to call it and it's there Yeah. Well, that leads me into my next question. So, you know, you just said everything is energy, essentially, and physics has shown this is true. All is energy, and it's all basically vibrating at different rates of a vibrational frequency. So what do you think that means from a soul's perspective? How do you put the soul into that equation? Well, I think for, first it come, has to come from the personality exp, uh, perspective to realize that and begin to open to the uh, experience of light and frequency. Mm. So from the soul, which uh, the, the soul is attempting to manifest itself more fully into this life experience so that it can radiate its qualities into the world through a particular person. Mm -hmm. So from the soul experience, um, when a person begins to uh, meditate and open to subtler frequencies, because the soul is a very high subtle frequency, then it's an opportunity for the soul to begin to what we call infuse the personality. So the higher frequencies actually um, come into the personality. People may have meditative experiences of this. They may have peak experiences of this in their life. And the frequencies are actually coming in and vibrating the denser frequencies of the mental vehicle of the emotional vehicle and of the physical vehicle. So people may have um, physical experiences of actually detoxing denser atoms in their, in their life. Um, 
it may or may not feel uncomfortable depending on that on on you know what what has to be detoxed but often emotions coming up are a way that the soul is vibrating the denser frequencies of the emotional body. And it's wonderful. The emotions can come up, particularly if they come up in meditation, which is why we often go to a teacher who can hold that experience for us. Um, and the emotions are vibrating to a higher frequency. They may be uh, emotions of sadness or anger or depression, but they get vibrated to a higher frequency. And with breath and light, we allow them to transform and move into a higher frequency of light. So from the soul perspective, those frequencies and opening to subtle frequencies is exactly what's supposed to happen. Mm, yes. We just were talking about this in the last podcast um, about the purification. Once, you're, once your soul's awakened, kind of what that daily practice is. And I think you're, you're really touching on that. The daily practice then, if you want to continue that awakening in through meditation, the practice of meditation, which then is, becomes a journey of purifying the, those lower bodies. So the emotional body, uh, the mental body, the, the thoughts that are creating those emotions and, and whatnot. And, um, and the physical, ultimately, you know, I think it, it all impacts. So there's a process of purification and that begins to um, change into transmutation, transformation. It is, it's still purification, but it doesn't feel as dense. Uh -huh. And we also, I think a lot of us out there have come across that word ascension. Yes. And it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily mean jumping off the earth plane and going somewhere else but it is an ascension in vibrational frequency ah. so we become, yes the frequencies of our all of our vehicles all of our thoughts all of our um, e emotions become our emotions become inspiration and aspiration and empathy as opposed to the darker heavier ones so the frequency of our personal experience ascends into more subtle, higher frequencies. We become more and more a totally lighted vehicle walking around in the world. Wow. The same person, the same person, but vibrating at a higher frequency. And some people may be able to tell this. You can tell when you're with a person who has a higher frequency or you go to see a teacher or someone, you can feel their higher frequency. And you can have that too. Everyone is that and can have that. Yeah, yeah, I think this is interesting. So, I mean, if we were to put a frequency to these soul qualities, I mean, that's really what it comes down to. When someone exhibits unconditional love, we, you know, that's a very high frequency. It's a high vibe. You know, we mm -hmm. talk about high vibe people. So if you're sitting, a person's in love and sitting in compassion and a state of, you know, acceptance, then they're high, high frequency. And I would say that's, they're probably very rooted in their soul. Their soul integration has, is, has come deeply into uh, that exactly. being. It's electromagnetic and people become more uh, electric in that they're radiating and putting out those qualities that we can feel and magnetic and you feel drawn to those people. So it is that whole electromagnetic part of the light of the light field. Wow. That's really, 
I love this conversation. How So how do our thoughts and emotions impact our frequency and thus our physical reality as well? Well, at the beginning, um, that matrix that embodies uh, in and through the physical and the other uh, emotional and mental vehicles um, brings with it certain... Um, certain other frequencies from where we've crossed over from other life experiences in the past. And it begins to attract to it uh, certain resonant frequencies that we need to experience in the world. We might life experiences, um, what we might call uh, karmic experiences. It attracts to it those uh, uh, experiences in the world so that we can wake up to how we created those in our physical, mental, or emotional bodies. And then we have the opportunity through uh, meditative practice, basically bringing in breath, <laughs> breath and light through whatever practice. And there's certainly other practices, yoga, qigong, tai chi, that can uh, lead into right meditation. And then we have the opportunity to uh, vibrate those consciously, but with awareness, with the light of the soul, with the light of the purified mind, those higher frequencies begin to come in, vibrate those old, denser, contracted forms out. Mm -hmm. And that's part of the purification and uh, elevation and ascension and yes. light body practice. Yeah. Uh, fabulous. Well, yes. And I, 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 I think I've heard that higher frequency always raises up lower frequency. So what I think mm -hmm. is happening is when you connect with the soul, you're connecting to a high frequency. Mm -hmm. And as you bring that really into your emotional, physical experience, mental experience, it starts to raise up these lower bodies. And mm -hmm. And then, and, and that is a healing, correct? I mean, you're really healing at that point. And I know a lot of people talk about a healing crisis. So what can that look like? Because sometimes it might be a little scary what that does for people, you know, that transition. Yeah. It kind of depends on how dense the situation has gotten. Mm -hmm. um, the first, the primary healing, of course, is our thought forms. Mm -hmm because that's what creates our reality. And that's where meditation is very, very useful. The, more, the sooner we start meditation, we begin to see the uh, constrictive, contractive thought forms that we've created about ourselves, for ourselves, judgments about the world and other people. They're, they're densified um, vibrational frequencies and they kind of go round and round and round and round and we begin to identify with them so that's primary with meditation is getting to observe those and with the process of observation um, awareness is a higher frequency and awareness brought into contact with those thought forms begins to deconstruct them right away and it will take a while but we'll come the crisis can be there's often so often some kind of crisis of well who am i if i don't have these particular thought forms about myself if i don't identify as this that or the other role in life mm -hmm. so the crisis is an opportunity 
yes. to open up, to expand, like they say, expand your consciousness, to include your, your greater self in your awareness of yourself, to include the greater self of other people and the whole world in your, so this is a process. On the emotional level, it looks like an emotional crisis, and there's probably some drama created in the life, right? Of I'm angry at you for this reason and not doing this and not doing the other. And if we allow the anger to, to come up as an energy, which is helpful if you're in a meditative process and there's nothing there to trigger, you realize you're creating it yourself, right? Mm -hmm. You have some story about this or that, it's the other thing that makes you feel angry or sad or whatever. So you can, again, begin to address it with a light of awareness and allow it to flow um, from into the heart. So there's understanding and compassion for self and others. Sometimes if those things are held for a long time, particularly if there has been some trauma in the life and and it's not easy to face those without some support. And if we don't have the support, the uh, the density of that can precipitate into the physical. And then we may have something physical occur that we need to get some medical attention. But the true healing happens when we realize in some kind of contemplative practice with the help of a healer or a meditative instructor that there's some underlying um, pattern uh, usually a self-negating pattern that's mm -hmm. underneath the physical thing that may be happening uh, inside of ourselves. So seeking medical help is useful, depending on what it is, but also looking at uh, going to a healer who can actually help you look at what are you holding in there that's not true. Yes. Yeah. I Yes. And I think that's right, you probably have been thinking that pattern for quite a while and in, infusing it with emotional energy and mm -hmm. to, before it even gets to a physical manifestation. So if it is physically manifesting to the point where you do need to go to a doctor, you should definitely, I think, go to a doctor, but recognize that there was probably a lengthy process that led up yeah. to that physical manifestation that occurred with a thought pattern that isn't even true, that got energized with enormous emotion and pain, probably, <laughs> that uh, led to that eventually, yeah. And so peeling back the layers and healing that core mm -hmm. thought pattern is what you're talking about, yeah. Exactly, and we all have to do that on some level. It's just, you know, the time it takes, how long it's been there, um, how astute we are at kind of probing that. But also to mention the matrix, another term for the matrix is the etheric body. The, that's, the, that's the blueprint. The matrix is the etheric blueprint that actually then substands the uh, concretization of the uh, matter that makes our physical form. So it is through this etheric vehicle that the thought forms crystallize or the emotions crystallize and so we're addressing it at a and even into the physical it's an energy mm. so we have to address it at the energy or light frequency level mm. in order for it to change and uh, become a higher frequency 
Yeah. That's a great definition. I've, I've wondered how to define the etheric. You did a great job uh, bringing a lot of clarity to that for me. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, thank you for sharing your insights and understanding and experience. It's been fascinating to think about all of life having a frequency and how we can raise our own frequencies to create a life aligned with our souls. So thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. Thank you.